2: Thanks for downloading this Little Empire podcast. This show has a real life, live record event that you can come to in Auckland, New Zealand during the NZ International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. Deets and tickets at comedyfestival.co.nz.
3: Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. Come to the Friend Zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy because making friends is the best idea of all time.
2: Hello and welcome to Friend Zone 43 with your old mate Spinly
1: Timbly Wimbley. And myself, Guy Montgomery. Truly a pleasure to be here in the same room, in the same place, at the same time. Yeah. Just shooting the breeze, Ron- talking about our feelings. Tim, you're going through a pretty hard time right now. You want to share with the friends? Uh, I wasn't going to, but since you've
2: brought it up, yeah, I've lost a lot of things in the last 24 hours. Yeah, man. Would you like a laundry list? Yeah, I've already heard it, but by all means, I think our friends would love to hear. All right. Uh, Six T-shirts, two pairs of shorts, some jeans, and not only that, but my favorite skivvy. My number one skivvy. So
1: weird to me that they're all closed and they're all taken from your house, and I found... Several t shirts, a skivvy that looks a lot like your favorite skivvy, a few pairs of shorts, and some jeans. Yeah. Burn them all, put them in a fire. I was cold, man. I had to stay warm.
2: Yeah, and I don't begrudge that. It's just so weird that you think you found something that was on
1: my clothesline and well, my property. That's where I find a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff flying around your house, man. Mm. A lot of good, expensive stuff. <laughs> we're uh, coming to you live from the basement theatre,
2: which is where all the. Um, we're doing a whole bunch of live podcast episodes here. I say we. Um, Guy won't be in all of them. He'll mainly be in this one for the worst idea of all time that we're doing in Auckland on uh, who knows the date, you know? Man, <laughs> who could, who I wish say? we knew
1: that. That's, I could bring it up. That's a rookie mistake. Do, do that fun. one. I'll bring up Sydney, and then we'll both have a, a juicy plug ready. Oh, nice. Yeah, buddy.
2: Okay, cool. That sounds great. So we're, we're doing a live episode for the New Zealand International Comedy Festival in Auckland, and the date of our one is the 14th. Of May, it's a Sunday and it's at 3 pm, and uh, it's going to be hot shit if I do say so myself. I'll tell you what, we had a very good time doing it at the uh, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I reckon people had a good time absorbing it too. The people who were there in the crowd um, had some lovely feedback about uh, people listening to it. No people doubt. like yourself listening right now,
1: yeah. listening out there in uh, a lot of positive energy. And- also, we'll be in Sydney on Saturday, the 20th of May, during the Sydney Comedy Festival. Yeah, 545, 5.45 p.m. at the Enmore Theatre. Tickets are on sale now if you look up worst area of all time, Sydney. You'll find it, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about and to you. You know, I used to live uh, near friends. the Enmore. I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, I, was in, I lived Man. in Sydney for about six months. No, so I didn't even ask you an open-ended question about how that experience was for you. I remember one time
2: you. I went to Luna Park with my mate. Oh, this is great. And we, it was that mm. age when you're too young to a of have from a letter of decorum. Fraser so just, writes, We drank way too much. Timbly Wimbly. No, this isn't going to work in a podcast setting. It's going to be very confusing and with two voices. So basically, I had too many beers, but what your, you, I, and I looked down at my foot in Luna Park, in this theme park, and my foot was just bloody, and I was wearing what the Americans call flip-flops, what I would call a jandal, and I had just totally skinned my big toe on the, uh, you don't look impressed with this. Man. You look disgusted. <laughs>
1: it's just gross
3: yeah hey we're joined by henry stone australian comedian how here. dare you call him you say, oh the americans will call him uh flip-flop i'll call him a jandal yeah. you're in australia fucking lunar park in australia can you call it what they'd call it and you call it a fucking thong thank you all right sorry bowl it's important henry's here to keep us in line keep us in check it is anzac day
2: yeah look it up everyone
1: that's right you do have to look that up if you are outside of australia or new zealand an important day uh, now this one comes from Fraser. He writes, "Yo Timbley Wimbley and Flash, hold on, guy. How are you, man? I'm so good. Melbourne Festival's over. You sound frustrated at me. That's the tone I'm getting. I just get the feeling I'm really trying to press on with this friend zone, and you're really putting a lot of obstacles in my way. I'm sorry about the clothes, dude, but I was cold and they were there. Yo Timberly Wimbley and Flash. I'm at the start of season three, so I don't want any spoilers for anything you guys have done recently. I hope it's all good though." <laughs> Too bad, Fraser. Uh, just wanted to say that I watched the trailer for We Are Your Friends and shit, man. Everyone in the movie is so beautiful compared to what was in my mind. Zach Efron, the walking man with his head in a jar, Futurama style, actually. <laughs> actually, Johnny Depp and a walking talking squirrel. Gotta say, I'm actually pretty pissed off because I thought Johnny Depp was in this movie. <laughs> oh, Although so I always dude. did think it was weird how Johnny Depp would agree to be one of the boys in a fuckboy crew. Anyways, I hope you guys are doing well. Sorry, no cash this time But maybe at the end of season 3 Peace Just a little message from Fraser there Fraser,
2: God bless you and all that you do And I'm sorry to disappoint you, dude This is the last thing we want to do with this podcast People got to get used
1: to disappointment
2: Yeah, actually, fuck you, Fraser (laughs) Yeah, dude, you got it (laughs) Go the other way with it Ryan writes to us Dearest T-Bone, as well as my treasured G-Spot Though I doubt he sits through your email Even in the most dire of circumstances Oh, sifts, I beg your pardon Sight reading, not my strength. Not a strength
1: of the old time. No, it never has been. And maybe one day it will be. I don't. Can think you teach yourself to be good at sight reading? I, don't I mean, think so. By definition, I guess not. Unless you, you just know. practice reading out random passages every day for a year. Yeah. Well, I have been doing that and it hasn't gotten any it's better. It's a neat little passion project for you to do after the worst idea of all time. The the funny you release thing each, is, <laughs> each episode. I am
2: about to... Uh, uh, in a matter of a few weeks be hosting a TV show that's going to involve a live broadcast and probably reading something off like a teleprompter how's that going to go guy probably not well Yeah, I'll tell you what it's no going to be, the to ratings going
1: to be tough and I can only imagine the criticism is going to be even worse Ryan continues how, how soon do you start that? Uh, end of May oh I wish you hadn't said end of May <laughs> why is that? i just got a new job I'm the television critic for New Zealand beginning you're not going to believe it end of May are you serious? yeah When's,
2: what's your start date? Uh, oh, let me just. Oh, sorry. I'll give you when the show's on. Yeah. Just apropos, okay. Thirtieth of May. Thirtieth. Yeah. Of May. Yeah. It's oh, no. the first uh,
1: night of the show. That's my first gig. Is it really? What's the show called? It's called Banter. Oh,
2: that is a bad start. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> I fought
1: tooth and nail to get that name changed tooth and nail this is my first job as banter and without I've got no plans on watching this show but I've already written up what is an escaping (laughs) takedown based based on on the title and
2: host two syllables is all I need Ryan continues I've been a massive fan since uh, season one guys you two have really something special you've whipped up in the worst idea of all time and are genuinely more inspiring than you realise what a sweet intro that's lovely as such I've always wanted to see what it feels like to suffer so needlessly as you do every year and have kept myself up at night wondering if i could ever watch the same goddamn movie every week for one year so i am my good friend zr paul great name and i have watched the hot chick starring rob schneider and rachel mcadams and Ferris. i was
1: thinking of the animal rob schneider did a movie with one of the cast members from the first season of survivor i think her name was colleen used to have a big old crush on her
2: you were a big Survivor fan, eh? Like, yeah. The early Survivor. Um, every bloody week for the past 31 weeks. Whoa, this guy's in it. Mm. This guy's in it. What do you make of that, Henry Stone? 30, Wild. 31 weeks of um, so good to have the Henry hot chick. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, and it's driving us absolutely mental. The honeymoon ship has long since sailed. Tensions are skyrocketing at a rate of Sundays. Bringing your beloved and revered format to Hollywood, we've broadcast our weekly lem- uh, uh, lamentations. Lamentations, is that how you say that word? Yeah, Lamingtons. Lamin- <laughs> Lamington. Lamington. On a podcast called The Mistake, and there's a hyperlink in the email that I can't read out loud because it's hyperlink. We Americans are turning out to be much weaker than the Kiwi breed but are proudly outspoken about the fact that this mad idea belongs to you two and have nothing but respect for the magic you tune out every week. This is your baby but we've humbly nicked it for a night <laughs> on the town. I've admittedly been sitting on this email for weeks, wondering whether or not I should reach out to the boys, fearing uh, you'd—I'd be a dash fucked off at a couple of stateside children for nicking your baby. Sorry, that would be angry at him. Uh, As mere pawns next to the kings, we find in you, we know our meagre place well in the courts of comedy. But to be honest, mighty Tim. With nothing but the most ardent respect and genuine admiration for you and Guy Guy, I can confidently say I care about nothing but crashing and burning into the finish line of this phenomenal endeavour, so I'm reaching out. If you have any advice on surviving the home stretch, it would be well savoured. With all the love and desperation I can muster, Ryan Milena Davis.
1: Man, Ryan, the early 30s truly are some of the hardest and darkest times you'll be going through. Yeah. And have you seen The Hot Check? Yeah, man, I was a, I was a huge Schneider guy back in my back in my youth. Hot chick, Juice, Bigelow, The Animal, I had them all on VHS, and I wasn't allowed a TV in my room during uh, the school during school term. But mm-hmm. then on holidays, my sisters and I would each get a turn with. We had a TV with a built-in VCR player. That is mean. And we put it in there. We watched like some, watch some movie. Watched some Rob Schneider. I remember one Christmas, I got a copy of Road Trip. On VHS. I, I got Road Trip at
2: the dawn of the DVD era. Man. I watched that movie a lot. It's it a, a good
1: film. Yeah, I good used to have a lot of film. laughs to it. Um, yeah, it was great. Had a TV with a VHS in my room, had access to Road Trip. A <laughs> woman getting her breasts out on screen. Tell you what, <laughs> that, that little 15 year old's out. penis was rubbed raw dog. Woo, that's filthy
2: That is disgusting <laughs> And not the usual tone we like to bring to the friends. No, zone. I don't know where
1: that came from I think it's this uh, Listen,
2: this. to our friends who are stateside Endeavouring to do what we've done with the hot check Can you give the mic over to Henry for a bit? I feel like you might just want to pop it's in It's Amy Smart In the road trip Yep Yeah, it is <laughs> Good. Yeah. Do you know that because the same thing? I just know who it is yeah. <laughs> That's a confession <laughs> I would say um, Just like You know be in the defeat you know don't try and like shirk the defeat yeah, or yeah. ignore the defeat just embrace the defeat and live
1: in the bomb that is so true that's I never m- thought about it. taking that lesson from the podcast to life performance you've got to acknowledge however weird you're feeling in real time otherwise you're suppressing it and then you're not really indulging either of the experiences you're just in this weird people want honesty emotional purgatory this one comes from Kelly who writes I know I'm a little behind in the times but I have discovered your podcast, and I have been binging season 2 huge fan of Sex and the City show never saw the movies anyway just finished EP23 we urge your listeners to watch for themselves because we need to see to believe so here I am I'm only about 10 minutes in gay wedding and can feel my blood pressure rising significantly I have no idea how you guys made it through 52 of these without blowing your brains out you're doing God's work sons that's from Mama Kelly Mama Kelly not to be mistaken with Mama Cass and um, Mums in the Pubs.
2: I love that you ten minutes into a film that we have spent. How long is the movie again? One hundred and one minutes? No, no, it's one
1: twenty. It's one forty-six.
2: Ah, oh, that math is hard. But we've no, spent like hours and hours and hours, maybe a couple of days worth in total. And you got ten minutes into it, and we're like, I got to write these
1: books. <laughs> yeah.
2: this thing's atrocious. Can I tell you this?
1: Fate of the Furious. Mm? One hour. And s- no, what? Not sorry. One hour, one hundred and sixty minutes. One hundred and six. That's
2: like three hours or something. Two hours forty. Henry it. I'll, give, you, I'll you, give. I'll no, give 134 you one
3: hundred and thirty-four minutes. Ah, oh, sorry. It's two hours and fifteen.
2: Two hours fifteen. That's a no, lot more. it's longer than two
1: fifteen. Than... Uh, well. Verify.
2: How long is Fate
3: of the Furious? You got to mic him up please? if he's talking, guy. How long is Fate of the Furious, please? 2.40 Fuck Oh I'm sorry Is that your face In my butt <laughs> it Feels
1: good Bombed
2: it? out Henry Stein it Feels good doesn't it It's oh, you just me You've really gone to the dogs Hey listen To mama I would say this How was the rest of the movie Please write us another email And thank you for um, you know Like diving in the pool While you read the next letter mm-hmm. I'll write to her right now To make sure we get that information <laughs> Good shit Because we do have a habit of that eh? Like you know what It'd be good if we replied. This is our reply, though. The reply is is the verbal communique on here. Absolutely. Hello, listener. This is Tim Batt, interrupting your podcast to bring you a short ad that is only relevant to people in my home, New Zealand. If you're not in New Zealand, my apologies. The NZ International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. is happening from April 27 to May 21 and features literally every single Kiwi on this podcast network. There are many, many great live comedy shows happening, so if you enjoy this podcast, chances are you'll enjoy seeing them live. Go to comedyfestival.co.nz and buy tickets to some great shows now. That's comedyfestival.co.nz take it away tim someone's written in the subject line worst idea of all time just a repeat of what i wrote via paypal with slight corrections so um i don't know let's just begin the journey and see how we get on eh this message was sent to us on 420 bro hey resident good boys just to make sure the message i've attached when i was hashtag paying the boys last month didn't get lost in the ether here it is again in all its glory also gave me a chance to correct some mistakes which is always good. And every word in that last bit was spelt wrong. Dear <laughs> Spindly, Timbly, Wimbly, and oh, oh no. Dear Spibly, Guybly, Wibbly, and Tim Tim.
1: Hey. She's spoonerized cha- the. Yeah, they've changed up our, um, our nicknames. Very
2: good. You got full permission to drop my name. There's a lot of other bits after that, but I'm just going to say it. It's from, wait a minute, who is it from? Tim Wolfenstein. Fuck.
1: Well, yes. obviously, he wants people to say his
2: name. <laughs> He's got the best fucking no, name, I've been following your exploits since season one and I'm so happy that your third descent into madness, one you've endeavoured against all better judgement, still feels as fresh as the first and second. Though it's sad to know that you don't plan on another season, I can understand that three years are about as much as you can get out of having the worst idea, TM. It's been a delight listening to you two fine Kiwis forge a bond that transcends mere friendship, one tempered in the fires of hell, forever tortured by the many-headed dreadlord named Sandler... King Gore, I'm afraid that I've fallen behind a bit since my listening, so someone may have already suggested the following. Just tell me to shut up at your nearest convenience if that's the case. I'm going to shut up to tell you on an email, bro.
1: You're I'll have a thing. crack
2: at it. All right. Guy, I know that you have vowed not to listen to Tim's solo episode, but there's one segment in there that showed a lot of premise. Now, this oh, sounds familiar. We've talked about it. Tim noted that after a hard night of partying, one of the boys dropped a mysterious statement along the lines of, you won't believe what's happening in that bathroom. It was Johnny Depp who said that.
1: Yeah, I remember this. And we talked about it. And we were like, we've got to... I, I actually think I brought it up with you on the last step. I was like, we've got to remember what that guy uh, said. Because yeah. I thought it could be a fun little segment. I think I did it in, this, in my solo app. Yeah, you did. and then, yeah. but then, So you did it in your solo app. Yeah. And then you, then you read this out on the friend zone. Right. And I was like, you know what, actually, I'm not going to listen to it, but that's a good idea. And right. then the episode after that, I yeah. said to you, oh, no, while we were watching the movie, I was like, what was that segment? We've got to try and remember it. And you're and like, we yeah.
2: But now here it is. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty. I've, I've paraphrased, but that's pretty much the, the meat and potatoes of this email. Um, the last bit says, that said, may your, dan- may your dance music be forever performed by non-crying DJs and your PCP-induced cartoon horrors be few. Your friend from the far reaches of Germany, Tim...
1: Wolfenstein Thank you Tim Wolfenstein So the job is to speculate As to what happened In that bathroom Um, So I'm going to do it On the friend zone No but something to bear in mind For next time
2: Yeah it's a bloody good idea For a segment It's kind of weird That we're just recording In a theatre that's like Open Because there's a dance show Happening in here soon And people are just Kind of milling around Having a sniff Is it okay The staff The
1: lovely Faith Assures us it's fine Good stuff Uh, I got one here for you Tim Hey guys I wanted to talk to you About your Oh, rephrase that. Hey, guys, I wanted to talk to you about mothers. Not <laughs> okay. our mothers. Hit it there. Hit, hit, Just mothers. Hit me, hit me with that. A significantly absent mother was that of our young hero, Zicoli. Another mother that was absent and unnamed featured in Grown Ups too. Hiccups McGee. Her son was a strange and powerful warlock known as Brayden. Brady, the Rat King, was the child of Sex and the City star, Charlotte York Goldenblatt. Not quite. Brady, the rat king, is the son of Miranda and Steve. What do all the children have in common? Zakoli, the beautiful heartthrob. Brayden, the powerful mystical warlock. Brady, the silent ruler of the known world. They're all powerful beyond belief.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to. So that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in.
2: That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience
1: online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. This is the Holy Trinity. They're all one, yet one is all. Charlotte York Goldenblatt, the only logical answer. The mother Mary, Hiccups McGee, Zicoli's absent mother, Charlotte York Goldenblatt. The point falls over on account of him getting the mother wrong, but I see what he's saying. Yeah, absolutely. That that Miranda has mothered, mothered all of his children. Mother fathered a kid up. Yeah, and obviously only cares for Brayden. Even then, I mean, she's a fairly absent mother. Yeah. What do you think about that?
2: I think it's fantastic. I like the idea that all villain. Well, actually, no, hold on. This is slightly issue-ridden for me because the inference is that a powerful villain is created when there is an absence of mother. But I, I know people who don't have mums and they turned out better than me. Better human beings.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty low bar, Tim.
2: <laughs> That's fair. But I like um, the power of a villain coming from an absence of something early on in their life. I think that's good, you know, a rich tapestry. Hey, can
1: I say this? I just got a message back from Callie Rivers, who, <laughs> Real the, time. who, who watched the movie. Real time. And I had how you find the rest of the movie? This is what I got back. What do you think? It was fucking terrible, <laughs> but kind of entertainingly terrible. Barely, though. It was a major bummer for me, though, as a former fan, to see the girls think this low. Sorry to hear that, Callie. Uh, Here's a message from Nicole. Do you want it? Faith, Faith from the Bar loves Sex in the City. The yeah, TV but show Have I you think. seen the
2: second film? Uh, yeah. Where they go to Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Did you love it? The New Middle East. The New Middle East Holy crap, how many times have you seen it? Just recently we went with out of from Season 1, 2, 6. Faith has watched the whole you've binge watched every season and then the movies it. on top.
1: You've been getting, so getting much time. into
2: it. God damn. A, a great review from Faith. What would you rate the movie out of five, the second movie? The like, second Yeah, how many stars from Faith at the Bar? Two. Two stars. Yeah. 2.5 at a push. Nicole writes... Hey, Guybo and Tim Tim. I wrote you boys a message on PayPal a few months ago, but I fear you may have missed it. However, in light of your recent breakout into the jock market, I felt the need to write you again. I made a highlight video for my Ultimate Frisbee team. See Link Sorry, dude.
1: Ultimate Frisbee.
2: You do not qualify as a jock. Get the fuck off our our podcast. Nah, dude. I only know a couple people personally who play Ultimate Frisbee and they're jocks. How thin and pasty are they? Nah, the dudes I know. The engineers. They play... they, they don't Dude, play. They no. do
1: Brazilian
3: Jiu-Jitsu and Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah,
1: and they are the most humiliating people I've ever heard of.
3: I used to revere and admire people who played Ultimate Frisbee. I tried to get in on it. And um, you know the hammer throw, where they throw it upside down and yeah. you can, like, belt it out harder? There was a brief window in my life where I yearned to be able to hammer throw the Frisbee. I think that's what it's called, hammer throwing. And thank fuck I exited that phase within about two weeks of entering it because... No one needs to hammer throw a fucking frisbee. You just want to go chuck a frisbee with mates. This is the kind Goodbye, of... Goodbye, f- what a great Anzac day. Done and dusted with the frisbee for the year, thank you.
2: This is the fucking cynicism that I did not want Guy coming back off the plane from Australia with and I was hesitant to put an Man, Aussie on the podcast i got to tell regarding-
1: you, look, I'm all for people doing what they enjoy and if you like playing ultimate frisbee, all power to you. But do not lump yourself in with people who play lacrosse what you play is like chess with a frisbee. <laughs> it's fucking
2: humiliating. You, you are a massive piece of shit, Guy Montgomery. I can't believe you've made this judgment call and sullied the good name of the friend zone with it, to be honest. Anyway, um, the message continues. Uh, see my touch link? That would not have been possible without your podcast. Playing in the background as I sorted through hours of footage. So they've made a montage if, as if as if they party. couldn't
1: make ultimate frisbee more nerdy, they've edited a video package of them playing it while listening to a podcast. What's this person's name? I'm going to find them. I'm,
2: I'm going to find gonna,
1: where they live. I'm going to
2: dip I'm going to give them an American football and a black eye. This is Nicole. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
2: going to. Oh
1: no! I
2: should have waited. <laughs> I'm going to borrow from the um, formatics of bonus of the heart and demand an apology section from you at the end of this podcast. No worries. Uh, the, anyway, so she's edited it up. Um, for that and many other mindless tasks your accents, particularly the pronunciation of the word yes. <laughs> now, as I'm saying it, it's made me very self-conscious and giggle at myself, so good on you, Nicole. Um, pronunciation of the word yes and in-depth analysis over utterly meaningless subject matter <laughs> have gotten me through. I thank you sincerely. Do it, Destiny's Child Style. Oh, I get it. Say my name, say my name. Nicole McDaniel Nicole McDaniel video, Which I'm going to watch While Guy's going to apologise personally to you I would like
1: to thank you for your message And apologise for the, the promise Of tr- tracking you down <laughs> And uh, hurting you I was trying to do a bit It's um, a tricky thing about comedy eh Yeah and also I don't think you're a jock I just don't think people who play Ultimate Frisbee chocks. jocks. I'm sorry, but I'm not taking that from the record. <laughs> I just
2: can't. Taking back the, viol- the threat of violence.
1: I will retract that, and I yeah. will apologise, and thank you for your correspondence and friendship.
2: I would have demanded an apology from you. You probably wouldn't have given it sans violence, though. It's just the fact that you're being so bloody negative about people who are playing Ultimate Frisbee. And I'm looking this, at this four-and-a-half-minute highlights reel, and I'm on the edge of my goddamn
1: seat, guy. This is good stuff. Good. Hey, I'm going to funkle phone call that I've actually got to answer. So, <laughs> Henry's going to take the
2: mic. Good
3: God. I can confirm that you're at the very back of the seat. Your ass is in the back crease. You're not on the edge of your seat. And the video you watch probably fucking sucks, bro.
2: It's so appropriate that this is being recorded on Anzac Day because I feel like I'm at the bottom of the cliff in the moral right and I'm being fired on from all sides. I'm completely surrounded and on my own. But like a good Anzac crusader I'm there, with, I'm there with
3: you press forward hey like a good Anzac I'm there with you
2: no you're the Turks in this analogy no I'm not
3: I'm an Aussie and we're in it together dude and just like when you're really good friends with someone you can tell them how it is I'm telling you as your loyal ally just like Guy believes that ultimate frisbee is bullshit and you're not on the edge of your seat you're at the back of your seat fuck you
2: <laughs> get off the fucking microphone <laughs> have you seen Henry that
3: Stone Hacksaw Ridge no I have not sucks is that like Wolf Creek no, it's uh, like a war aggrandization film that Mel Gibson made. Oh, and how recent is it? Uh, it just was, in the, it was like in this year's Oscars. That he hates Jewish people. Oh, it's the new new one. Yeah, just hell sucks ass. Oh, true. It was, it Do you me like, like anything, war. bro? Have you got any light in your heart?
2: Yeah. Or are you just pure darkness name, and it But you'll
3: have to name it and I'll say yes or no. The Fate of the Furious. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah? What was yeah. your favourite bit? Actually I don't want to don't, spoil it yeah. because, but for any Kiwis who've seen it, there's a particular scene.
2: Oh, BuzzFeed ruined that for me with a bloody title. I'm not going to say it for fear of ruining it for that others. That was so good. I
3: had not expected that scene and <sighs> I got to watch it here with a Kiwi audience and it was like my favourite moment that I've yeah. had for quite some time. Well, the gasps and the chuckles and sort of just the way the air They didn't put it out the in the marketing, eh? Like they no. didn't promote that moment. Yeah. Here's Guy back.
1: Was your second favourite bit uh, when you thought it was over after two hours and ten minutes and you got half an hour of bonus footage, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> this one comes from Steven. You're hey, st- how was that
2: phone call, you fucking piker?
1: It was great. I'm going to oh, go cool. meet up with a um, friend of the podcast, Paul Douglas, after this.
2: You came off of a recording of the podcast to take a call from PD. Oh, He kept calling me. That's insane. You're He's, a madman. No, I'm a good guy. You got to get your priorities in order and <laughs> how stop three rolling on this? with violence.
3: He had a tag team partner in me. He had someone available. Not Thank as you, long Henry. as you would
2: think. And I'd be keen to know how long you think we've been recording for. I reckon
1: twenty-two. Oh, you're pretty close, actually. 24 and a half Not bad. This one reads, Dear Guy and Tim, To don't know if you read Facebook messages on the Friend Zone episodes, but feel free to say my name if it comes up. Stephen McDonald, have you listened to the Friend Zone? Half of it's Facebook, baby. I'm catching up on season three, and I just heard the ep containing a good 10 minutes worth of phone call with Mont Senior just wanted to say it was the best thing I've ever heard on a podcast oh that is very flattering and savage <laughs> you've listened to everything this we've is done this why everyone loves my dad wrote a porno yeah. people love dads guy your father sounds like a fucking legend and if I could wish for one thing on the podcast it would be to have him as a guest for an episode Your boys and an absolutely perfect team and I'll ever listen to anything you cover in the future thanks for three perfect seasons uh, looking forward to your f- further endeavours all the best Steve well Steve thank- that was very generous so thank you are you going to tell your dad that, that Steve says Yeah, I'll pass awesome?
2: I'll, I mean, if we can get... Uh, you should forward that on to if him. If we can get
1: Dad on the potty...
2: Yeah, I'd love that. It'd be Dad's a good, good, good guy. Felix writes, Dear Tim Clark, Bat, and Guy, Colin Montgomery. Who's Tim Clark? Oh, who's to say? Comedian? Man... Golf-themed. <laughs> That's the next line. Great. Following on from Worst Idea of All Time, Surprising Energy with Sports, covered in episode 42 of The Friend Zone, just this week I was reading through the usual mindless and non-stop nonsense of a Facebook Messenger feed through the younger members of our club titled Handicap Golf Chat. The question put forward for discussion by a fellow golfer was, quote, Who should I see at the Sydney Comedy Festival? Out of the blue came the names Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery. Now, boys... This was the last place on earth I thought I'd see these two beautiful names. Oh, that's so good. I am pleased. Oh, it pleased me to proclaim to the feed, with my head held high, that both solo tickets were purchased that very morning. I assume they mean by themselves. Quickly, a private chat opened between the, recomm- the recommendee, okay, I will say the name, James Rayner, and I, elated in the fact that, unaware he was a listener, we shared our love for you two fuckboys. Jay Ray, Fiji, myself, and my ex-girlfriend who made me aware of the podcast, Izzy, will be coming along to both your solo shows on Sunday, the 21st of May, and I couldn't be more excited. After the podcast. Because the podcast is on that same day. Oh, man. Yes. Double hitter. Please expect my $5 a month Patreon donation as a small token of gratitude for the many hours of oral pleasure. Would love to hear this read on the friend zone before the 21st. Shit. 21st of what? May. Yeah, would very much make my flappy doodles twitch, good God, with love from Felix. For the friend zone, P.S., if you ever feel like a game while in Sydney, James, a very competent golfer, off one, that means means he is beyond
1: very competent. It means he's borderline amateur.
2: I would love to have you at our respective clubs for a beer and a bash. Felix, so much to unpack there. Firstly you guys are probably the only people (laughs) coming to my show in Sydney. So can I extend the warmest thanks to you imaginable? I've seen my ticket sales. You guys are representing potentially 100% of sales right now. It's wonderful news. And Guy, would you like to extend Uh, it? Yeah, I just want to say a huge thank you. And
1: also, I would actually love to bang out nine holes. Um, We'll message it. Should us message on the... (laughs) Henry is giggling like a schoolgirl. Bang out nine holes. Yeah, that's great. Totally accidental. Uh, I'll find a way to contact you. Thanks for the message. i got a big one here. You're all right. Uh, and what's got a message for the friend zone? Ayo! Ho-ho! Dear Tim Zilla and Guy Mera. Why has it gone so blue today? Just wanted eh? to send you a note of praise and support after the excellent bonus of the Heart crossover extravaganza. Yeah. Guys, despair breaks my heart, yet makes me laugh all the harder as I listen to your wonderful, ludicrous podcast. Truly, there have been no great absurdists since Beckett. I don't know what it is (laughs) you tapped into, but the worst idea is paradoxically the best. I'd almost call it art, but I think that might kill the concept of art, and I don't want that on my hands. Maybe guys? The reason for my message is an interesting tidbit I read about the production of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I don't know if it's as ingrained in the comedy culture of God's as it is here, but it shares some DNA with what you fellas do. If you haven't heard of it at all, the stripped-down premises of Guy and his robot friends are subjected to cheesy B-movies as a form of torture, maintaining their sanity by quipping over them. In the process of making the show, the writers have to view the films multiple times to refine their jokes. Several of them have said that, as they go through them, over and over and over, they cling to, well... Any shining light they can As a kind of anchor Oh shit They look for the best qualities In these trashy movies Even when they're not really there Anyway Thought I'd send you guys A friendly friends I missed Before it all comes to an end I'm on the Patreon So hopefully you've been getting My soft earned Canadian dollars On the regular Cheers boys And even though I will miss it For fuck's sake Don't do this to yourselves again <laughs> Say my name Even if you can't Sam Young
2: <laughs> Very tricky one Yeah
1: Wrap my mouth around it though Hey Sam
2: few things to unpack there. Firstly, and, and, and I can't say this enough, anyone who's giving us any amount of money on the Patreon, we are so incredibly grateful. You guys are the shit. Secondly, what was the rest of that message about? I got real tied up in the money thing real quick.
1: Uh, the message was just pretty much Sam Young being a good oh, guy, saying right. that Mystery Science Hold Theater on. shares that DNA was, with that us. That was
2: the third point I was going to get to. My second point is saying that you would ruin art by comparing us to it. <laughs> that is praise um, I don't think anyone deserves least of all us I but love it God though. bless you for saying it and uh, thirdly MS3K definitely a concept that Guy and I have like um, people have come up to us and told us that our show is formatically similar to I have to confess I have not watched it I. Right. The, the rebooted what? new one on Netflix or the old original also series. on Netflix is the old ones on Netflix? too. Yeah,
1: they got put up uh, as a, I think is. A, I think there was like some best of episodes as well to, up. to promo. Yeah,
2: I mean, I need to. I should get into it for sure. That's crazy that they use the terminology "shining light" too. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, you thank, know.
1: Thank you so much.
2: I, I do want to check out Mystery Science Theater three thousand because I think a lot of people who like our podcast have watched that, and they're like. It's it's the same vein of comedy. Ruddy Tootley. You're so distracted by your phone guy. I feel like you're not even looking at me.
1: Well, I was just reading the remaining uh, messages, but none of them are for the friend zone. But
2: look at me and tell me how you feel.
1: I feel great, Tim. Yeah? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm so happy to be back in New Zealand. We've got a very exciting next episode we're going to record. It's going to be a lot of fun for you at home. It's going to have something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue. That's all I'll say.
2: Oh, hopefully.
1: Uh, And... Aside from that, please come along to live podcasts if you're in New Zealand. Check out mine and Tim's shows. We're both playing in Wellington and Auckland at different times and yeah. check us out at the Sydney Comedy Festival. All of my dates are available at Guy guymontcomedy.com forward slash shows.
2: Well, and let, let me say this. If you go to littleempirepodcast.com and you click on the live shows button, everything is there. It's got my live shows. It's got Guy's live shows. Auckland, Wellington, Sydney. It's got our um our, our upcoming show in the Sydney uh, comedy festival it's doing also the got worst idea. It's got everyone else's. All who's the on other network.
1: thoroughbreds and the and the Little Empire stables have all got their dates up so there. So just
2: get in there. And it's also right at the top of the page got the video of us doing our live in Melbourne so you can get a taste of what it's like to be part of it.
1: That's beautiful stuff. Isn't uh, it? Uh, yeah, it is. It really it, is.
3: Henry, you got anything to say? Uh I'm a huge fan of everything.
1: That's Henry Stone, ladies and gentlemen Very faint praise uh, well, Thanks to the Basement for having us Yeah the Basement Theatre in Auckland Make sure you get up here in Auckland Come along and see a show down at the Basement Theatre Fantastic venue My favourite to play at in the whole city Bye everybody We'll catch you real soon
3: Well it's the Friend Zone With Tim and Guy Come to the Friend Zone And have a good time Yes, it's the Friend Zone With Tim and Guy is the best idea of all
2: time. Thanks for listening to this Little Empire podcast. We've got live shows happening in the New Zealand International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. So go to comedyfestival.co.nz and buy tickets now. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, maybe you should listen to Walkout Boys with Nick Sampson and Joseph Moore. Walk out boys. Ooh, yeah, the walk- so this, So this movie immediately really just a middle finger to the face of all uh creationist believers uh Mm. just really a real fuck you yeah look there were dinosaurs um and in this time rita repulsa was fighting some alien power rangers one of them played by brian cranston and they all get killed and then the power coins get buried underground yeah we know
3: nick okay (laughs) cut to modern times we're jerking off cows yeah